Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Sam Stewart with your Fantasy Sports Radio Update. The NFL releasing its global international schedule today in the Week 1 opening Sunday nighter. The Super Bowl champion New England Patriots open up Week 1 against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Should be a good one. Five games around the world with the Bears and Raiders kicking things off. Week 5 from Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Week 6, the Panthers will meet the Bucks from Tottenham. In eight, week 8, the Bengals and Rams from Wembley Stadium. The Houston Texans battle Jacksonville week 9 from Wembley. And the final game of the international sked, a great one, Kansas City and the L.A. Chargers from Azteca Stadium in Mexico. The NFL previously announced the Bears and Packers will open up the season Thursday night, September 5th. And the league will announce the rest of the schedule at 8 o'clock tonight. Busy Wednesday on the diamond. Let's get to you. Yeah, we were talking. Ronis was right. Great, great stuff at the end of this game. And the Phillies, they hold on to beat the Mets 3-2. to two. The Mets had the bases loaded. The Phillies escape with the 3-2 to two win. Games in progress. Cards up on the Brew Crew. 5-2, to two, bottom 7. White Sox and Royals tied at 2, bottom 5. Reds and Dodgers still scoreless in the top of the 4th. Let's get to the rest of the games. Early starts. We got uh, games going off at 635. Boston and the Yankees. Yanks minus 125. Total 9. Eovaldi versus Happ. Pittsburgh and Detroit. It's a 640 start. Pirates laying 115 on the road. Total 8.5. Williams versus Turnbull. And another 640 Eastern has Cleveland at Seattle. The Indians minus 125 on the road. Total set at 8. Carrasco versus Swanson Frozen Dinners. Rest of the sked 705. San Fran at Washington. Nats minus 140. Total 8.5. Samarja and Hellickson at 710. We got Baltimore versus Tampa Bay. The Rays huge favorites at minus 270. Over under eight and a half, Hess Express versus Stanek. 7-10, we got the Cubs and Marlins. The Cubbies laying 65 cents on the road. Over under eight, Hamels versus Alcantara. Arizona and Atlanta at 7-20. The Braves minus 170. Over under nine, we got Godley and Gossman. 7-40, the Blue Jays in Minnesota. The Twins right now laying a buck 70. Eight and a half, Thornton versus Exoterizzi. And we got the Angels in Texas at 805. Rangers minus 130. Total 10 and a half. Javi versus Lance. Don't call me Loretta Lynn. And the late game, Houston and Oakland. And uh, right now, that is about a pick them right now. Over under nine. Miley versus Montas. Three games in the NBA tonight. Things are going to kick off at 7 o'clock with the Indiana Pacers and the Boston Celtics. Celtics laying eight. 204. Boston leads the series one to nothing. Eight o'clock, Detroit and Milwaukee. Bucks huge favorites, 15 and a half, 213 is your total. Milwaukee up one to nothing there. And the late game, Utah at Houston. The Rockets, seven point favorites over the Jazz. Total 214. Houston leads that series one game to nothing. NHL also with a three pack tonight. Big game in Toronto. Boston in the Leafs. They get things started at seven o'clock tonight. Leafs laying 25 cents. Total set at six. Toronto leads the best of seven series, two to one. At 8 o'clock, we have Nashville taking on Dallas and Big D. Big game for the Stars. They're also 25-cent uh, favorites. They're low, low total, five flat. Preds lead that series 2-1. to one. And at 10, a big game for Calgary tonight on the road as they try to avoid going down three games to one to Colorado. Avs, big pooches in this series. This game is a pick em. Actually, Calgary now 15 cents over under six. Champions League soccer action live now. And good ones, FC Porto and Liverpool. Liverpool up one to nil at the half, and Liverpool up three to nothing on aggregate in this soccer match. Manchester City, they've taken on the Tottenham Hotspur. Man City leads three to two at the half. I hope you had the over five goals already. And another good point, these teams also tied three three on aggregate. So a great battle between Manchester City and Tottenham Hotspurs. Hey guys, stick around, everybody. We got lineups, game picks galore from the NBA 
NHL and golf. I'll have a DFS lineup for you. Marenzi will have some uh, picks to click as well. A whole lot more on Red Heat and Rage, and we got great guests today. It's Wednesday, one of our favorite days here on the show. Capping great Mark Lawrence and Gamblu. Stop by to chat all sports, make some picks, and have a whole lot of fun. So stick around. Gabe Morenci hosts Red Heat and Rage. I'm Cam Stewart, and it's coming up next here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time, time decisions. decisions. Let's roll. iHeartRadio now on YouTube. I am Gabriel Morenci throwing it down with the Rachel Redhead. Cam is stored as the countdown is on. Uh, we've got a full slate of NHL hockey, NBA basketball, Major League uh, Baseball, and uh, we've uh, dipped our beak in a little bit of everything uh, today. Uh, Cam, uh, we did not. We did not. And actually, you know what? I did like the over in this uh, Manchester uh, City and Tottenham game, but I understand it's a goal fest. Five. Five. You heard the update, Morency. Five at the half. So, yeah, if the over-under, you've already plowed it. uh, Three to two City. And the best thing about this game, Gabe, is it might be like we talked about before. It's tied 3-3 on aggregate. So we'll see how this one plays out. Great game. Well, you know what? Actually, now I would almost recommend, and listen, I'm no no Pele or Messi, all right? (laughs) But Or am I? I would recommend, Cam, now that it slows down. Uh, so you jump in on oh, the yeah. in-game under right now the because, as you around. stated, they got to th- they're even. They got to 3-3. You know what I'm saying? So now it's not like we need goals, goals, goals. It's like, whoa, whoa, we can't let them score again. And next goal, next goal decides it. So suddenly I think things could slow down a little bit. But I see the in-game is 6.5 uh, plus 120. Not a lot of wiggle room uh, there. I decided to stay away, even though I, I shoulda, coulda, woulda, did it. But as we talked about this morning, and thanks for joining us, as you know, and I know you've been crushing it as of late. Uh, NHL playoffs, man, suddenly we're um, we're uh, we're killing it. Eight one and one in the last two nights uh, on NHL ice. You said it, Marenzi. Uh, it's actually I've taken my discipline approach. I appreciate you noticing it, and I'm going to be making another withdrawal from Mr. Green. And I got a great uh, text message from Billy the Doorman, who's joining me after the show. We're going to go hit the diner, Gabe, maybe some fried chicken and mashed potatoes, and he can hand me my envelope of money. So hopefully this is a beautiful oh. Wednesday. Oh, you're picking up money. It's pickup day today. That's not, that's not bad. Day. What's that <laughs> from the, the NCAA tournament? You got it, buddy. And uh, he's actually giving me a little bit more because he made a mistake on the thing. I told him not to because he manages the team. We'll talk about it over dinner, but he accidentally in one pool put Nevada over Michigan, and it cost us uh, an extra $3,000 we would have won. He feels pretty bad about it. But we still won uh, uh, We won $1,800 each. As he should. As he should. <laughs> yeah. He uh, paid for the pool, though, so it's kind of meh. Yeah, still. Yeah, you, can, but... uh, you can thank him for that after you sue him. <laughs> And it's clearly, it's clearly the right thing to do is to sue. <laughs> clearly, clearly the thing to do is to sue. No, good for you. Yeah, uh, nothing nice. wrong with uh, picking up money. And uh, yeah, yeah, no, you have been very disciplined. Uh, I haven't been disciplined. I haven't like. It's not like I, I have some new good approach or anything. I'm just winning. <laughs> it's the only difference. That's the thing. I'm, I'm betting less than winning, <laughs> so I'm not. I, Gabe, I'm gone are the days of the 20 plays a day type of thing. I think I'm just gonna, you know, roll with about five or six a night. 
And then uh, if I like something in baseball, you know, maybe I'll put 25, 50 bucks on it. But none of this, uh, you know, do, uh, uh, nickel nickel plays. I don't do that stuff anymore. A hundred bucks, 200 bucks. Uh, gambling, you got to plot, man. It's a different game now. And I just like to be up and we can plan our attack and put more parlays together and hopefully, uh, you know, win a lot of money. Does this look like the actions of a disciplined man? No, As that looks like see. the actions of a man who's sick. <laughs> or God, you should turn him into fans there. That's a lot of paper. Are you working for the paper company? Yeah, this is what I'm saving the Jerry, paper for the Jerry, book. Jerry from Recycling wants to sue you for cutting down trees. Yeah, we killed a few trees today. <laughs> killed, killed a few trees today. I don't even know how many tickets I have here. A it lot. like 20 plus. <laughs> ah, yeah, we, we, big, big card, big card. Big card. Uh, we look, look to keep it rolling. Mark Lawrence steps up and joins us next to help us keep it rolling. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Let's roll. Okay, Pat Division's ready to raise our radio. Fantasy Sports, our radio network, now on uh, iHeart, YouTube, and uh, every other uh, platform uh, that we're throwing it down on. We appreciate uh, you joining us. Uh, Lou LouGamblu.com uh, uh, will join us. And, you know, Lou, uh, Lou went down uh, with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Lightning. Uh, <laughs> lightning uh, struck. <laughs> and uh, pardon the Metallica puns, but I guess you could say the Columbus Blue Jackets rode the lightning. The lightning. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, nonetheless, jackets. Get into that. I told you it's cold out. You got to put the jacket on. Yeah, the jacket um, keeps you warm. So uh, Lou from Gamblue.com is going to join us. Let's bring in Mark Lawrence uh, right now from the one and only Playbook, uh, Playbook.com. Mark Lawrence. Good afternoon, Mark. How you doing? A lot better than the Tampa Bay Lightning, as I'll tell you that, guys. Doing pretty good. How are you doing? We're doing uh, good, that's... Mark, because uh, we had a piece of Columbus, so I'm feeling really good today. There I caught go. on, Mark. After game one, I called the sweep, um, basically, after sweep. game one. And people people are like, that's a little extreme. I'm like, no, it's yeah, not. Not no, with Tampa. Not. It isn't. You can just see it, see it coming. But um, it is what it is. I guess it's fitting, Mark, that the Queen movie is Bohemian Rhapsody's big because another one uh, bit the dust uh, mm-hmm. last night. And uh, that's what happens, man. Uh, Captain Chalk goes down in the National Hockey League. The NHL is a league in which seeds really don't mean all that much, to be honest. You know, you know our good friend Brian Blessing, a uh, real good hockey guy, and I talk with him a lot about the playoffs each and every so Mark, year. And I know always... him. Let's not, let's, call him a, let's not call him a good friend, an, an acquaintance. A, a family friend. <laughs> I know him. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know Blessing. All right. I, go on, though, Mark. <laughs> an acquaintance, okay? And uh, so uh, he, he always forewarns that anything can happen in the first round of the playoffs, especially 
almost always to a top seed. It seems like we almost see a top seed get booted on an annual basis these days anymore. And uh, it just happened to be Tampa Bay, who, if you think about this, guys, remember they were up 3 nothing in the first period of their game against Columbus yep. and then got outscored 18-5 to from that point moving forward here. So rather head-scratching, to say the least. Insane. Would you uh, say, it, guys, Gabe, that's the only sport, too? Like, look at the NBA. You'll get an upset once in a while, but it's like, Remember when Denver beat Seattle with Sean Kemp and that team? Like that, it just doesn't happen. Hockey's the one sport. Even in baseball, the cream always rises to the top. You know, you don't usually get a wild card once in a while. But hockey is like this religiously every year. Mark and I was telling Gabe. Remember when the oh, Kings won? They they were an eight seed. When the Kings slipped in the playoffs, it's because they play meaningful games down the stretch and they catch other teams sleep sleepwalking at the end of the regular season and they're not ready for playoff hockey. You know, ESPN reported to, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, that uh, Tampa Bay was one of six teams in Major League's professional sports that had set a, a record for most wins in a single season. I'm talking about baseball, basketball, hockey, and uh, the NFL. Tampa Bay had set the record in the NHL for most regular season wins. None of those teams had ever or has ever won a championship thereafter. Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. I mean, the I Golden State Warriors. Caught, yep. Yeah, Mark, the Golden State Warriors that year when they won 73 games, they ended up losing. That's when they blew the 3-1 series lead. New England Patriots ran the table. Only football game they lost uh, was uh, the Super Bowl to the New York Giants. Um, the Seattle Mariners, although they shouldn't officially count, but the Seattle yeah. Mariners won like 118 baseball games or, or something, and and they got bounced. And there's another thing, guys, that we we knew this. People that know the National Hockey League and follow hockey, the league for a long time, Mark, know the president's uh, the president's trophy. So Not you win, they give you a trophy for you know the, having the best record in the regular season. In the last twenty years, Mark, I think that the team has won like three or four times only. You know, like in the NCAA tournament, if you're the overall one seed, they they started that in two thousand four. It's only yeah. the team that's only won three times. And look, Duke was the Look, here's another one, Mark. Duke was the number one overall seed this year. Boom, gone. Duke, yep. Duke didn't make it. And it's a good point that you raise, uh, Cam. And it's amazing, Mark. And once again, the database uh, shines and history repeats itself. And it takes a leap of faith to do it. But you're right, Cam. You look at the National Hockey League and hockey, The there could be an upset in game one. But... You know, it's not just that game. We no. saw Columbus won four straight games. The Islanders won four straight games. Okay. Uh, the Colum- uh, Colorado have just won a couple of games in a row as underdogs. NBA, the underdog wins and there's hell to pay. It's like hell froze over. And look, Mark, the back, the zigzag trend worked. Didn't look like it was going to work for Denver last night, man, I tell you. But somehow they Denver covered. ended up covering the game. The Raptors covered the number. Philadelphia covered the number. The one seed, the two seed, the three seed, Mark, from the database, I think the record's now 45 and four straight up, uh, bouncing back, and like 32 and 16 against the spread. All three teams that lost, guys, game one, the one seed, two seed, or three seed in the NBA covered the next game. That's the uh, the caveat to all that you mentioned, Gabe, is the fact that they were a one, two, or three seed. They know how to take care of business. 
in those bounce back games, and they did just that. So, you know, that's the key here is focusing on the good teams off stunning losses, if you will. Uh, and we're going to, in fact, you mentioned the zigzag theory here. I just posted an article on a lot of sites everywhere about uh, exposing the zigzag theory and how it's really, really uh, become a, almost a play against because it's, yeah. it, it's so overcompensated for right now by the odds makers. They move the game two points just because the team won a basketball game. Uh, there's there's only one thing in the zigzag theory that works anymore these days, and there's a play tonight on it, and I'll share it with you. What it is is if you lose uh, game one of a series by double digits, and you're a double-digit dog on the road in game two, that's the only thing that has stood up in the zigzag theory that happens to apply to the Detroit Pistons tonight. Yeah, Mark, and you know, and, and Gabe and I, you know, we've been betting hockey a long time, and people in Vegas, I was just there, saw a blessing in those guys, and people are really smashing it at the books. And think about this, the zigzag theory, too. The two biggest dogs in the Eastern Conference didn't just win but moved on. And I could tell you one thing, being at the books, everybody and their mother bet Pittsburgh and the Tampa Bay Lightning in those games and got absolutely torched. Just destroyed. I mean, uh, we touched a little bit on it yesterday, I think, in the coffee club, if I believe, about teams that were down 0-3 and uh, just a, a road to oblivion, like no chance. I think, the, what was the number, uh, like uh, three for 188 uh, only three teams, I think, or maybe four, had ever come back from an 0-3 deficit uh, in the NHL being down like that. So we see two of them yesterday, and they both get bounced. They go 0-4, get swept. Unbelievable. Indiana Pacers take on the Boston Celtics tonight. The Boston oh, yeah. Celtics lay 7.5 points. The total was 207. I was at the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, earlier in the day, and I got, I played the total. Um, and, uh, Cam, you know, um, I'm Oliver over. I'm the cash sure. man. Yeah. <laughs> Ollie over. Yeah, uh, Oliver over. over. It's the only first name I can think of that started with an O. Oscar. Starts with, yeah. Oscar. Who, who, what first name starts with a U for under? That's a good one. That's uh, You don't play unders. That's you for sure. I don't know. Udonis. To be Udonis. Yeah, you did. You got Yeah, you're Donis under. Donis under. I tell you, Mark, the total was 207 points. We saw... 84-74 in the first game. Indiana just don't have the offensive firepower. And Boston are a very good defensive team. Boston are an interesting team. Nobody's really talking about them in the playoffs. We're talking about the Raptors, the Sixers, the Bucks, etc. Um, but, you know, the, the Boston Celtics just own the Pacers. Seven and a half points is the point spread tonight. You know, I don't think it's going to be able to get to 207 points. Feels a little high to me, the total tonight. Yeah, I mean, the 84 to the winner last game, no excuses for Indiana. You hold an opponent under 85 points and don't win the basketball game. You have to wonder. Lose by double know, digits. Maybe, yeah, unbelievable <laughs> to lose by double digits. Yeah, on top of it, you know. But, you know, not to, not to go back and uh, support the zigzag theory here, but you've got Indiana red-faced embarrassed. The other part of what works well with zigzags is teams that come up really empty on the scoreboard in those losses when they do score less than 80 points. They sort of tend to get back to the mean, if you will, their scoring average, and, uh, you know, that could end up benefiting Indiana tonight. But, like, you, I can understand where you're going to the over there, Gabe. If Indiana does do that, you'll cash your ticket. All right, uh, Mark Lawrence uh, with us. Um, yeah, I like the under 207 in the Pacers-Boston game. Under 207. We'll be right back with Mark Lawrence at Playbook.com. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, thanks, gang. Sounds yeah. like you and Keith Izeri doing some high-stakes yeah. gambling. Five bucks yeah, a game. Yeah, Uber Uber Eats. I liked it. Gang says, no, no, I don't bet cash. I don't know. if he, he, he said Lunches. five bucks. You said lunch, which is actually more than five bucks. You ain't getting, yeah. five, you ain't getting lunch for five bucks in Manhattan, right, gang? So. Yeah, there's no five. Yeah, not, not especially not in Al's. You know what I mean? Like, even like a Texas Toast or something is a little over five, over like a 650 tax. Yeah, seven. seven. Seven bucks with tax there, buddy. And you know, I like to get a Snickers bar with that Yang too. It's yeah, not so myself. Bring, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring, yeah. Bring the, pen, gang. The, the, the other day, I, I like messed up a gay's guest list and all that, man. And uh, he needed a Snickers bar right, right next to him, yeah. buddy. He wasn't himself. Snickers satisfied. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. He didn't mess anything up. I just. I was just wondering why you and Danny don't talk. I was no, just we do talk, man. Would, Dan, Danny's I the guy. I just thought man. there was tension between you and Danny. Nah, Danny's cool people, man. I know Mark Lawrence. Danny, Danny's Mark Lawrence's guy. So are you, Yang? But uh, Mark, you're a big Danny fan from the the Rage Against the uh, the Machine days. Well, the Rage and the Machine that was a great show. I hope we think about bringing that back next football. Oh yeah, season. we got to do that. We got to do that show again, uh, without a doubt. So yeah, for the record too, the NFL schedule is being released as we speak. Yep. Uh, it is and it isn't. I don't know, man. The NHL, the the NFL says uh, the NFL has this big announcement tonight that they're releasing their schedule. And all day long, there's just been this game and that game. They're leaking everything, except I almost don't believe it. I, I almost don't believe, like, the schedule yeah, is too weird. It. They'll do it. 8 o'clock tonight. They've already released the five international games, Gabe, with the good one. They got uh, Chiefs yeah, and Chargers saying, and Azteca. Yeah. yeah. What are you saying? There's people, are, people think that they know all the schedules for every team. And a lot of it doesn't make sense. Like the Buffalo Bills opening up. Why would the Bills play? The Bills, I doubt they play two road games in a row. People are saying that the Bills open up against the Jets. And then week two, they play against the Giants, both in New York. And, of course, Odell Beckham said last week that he saw the schedule and that the Browns are opening up against the Jets in week one. Mm. The Jets schedule that's been leaked this afternoon says that they're playing in week two. So I don't know. Uh, there's some weird games, weird stuff with the Patriots that that, that doesn't add up. But, um, yeah, we'll find out at 8 o'clock uh, tonight. So, uh, we got uh, so yeah, we got the Pacers and the Celtics. Something interesting, uh, Mark, uh, that I that I discovered uh, today, that uh, Coach Brad Stevens, guys, he's 4-0 straight up and against the spread in game twos of series. Very, that's uh, it's a strange number to have. Yeah, 4-0. And every game by double digits, four and zero straight yeah, up in numbers. ATS in game two, a playoff series is uh, Cam. I got I put Boston in the money line parlay. I don't love the NBA tonight. I played the under of this game. So Mark, you say the Pistons are in a good trend situation, but they're in a bad real life situation. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> you know, they've got this uh, Tampa Bay Lightning look to them right now. Although they weren't the number one seed, they were on the opposite end of that. But they look like they've got sweep written all over them, especially with Blake Griffin watching the playoffs with us. But they're in a good situation tonight just because of the degree of the loss that they suffered in that first game. They've played three games. They played three games, Detroit and Milwaukee, this year, guys. Milwaukee have won by 23, 23, and 35. Oh, wow. That's just Dear asking. God. They own them. Yeah. Gabe, I was looking at uh, Mark Lawrence's uh, the, the Coffee Club, and thanks for sending. Mark, interesting note for your thought of the day. This is wild, guys. The L.A. Clippers are the seventh team to mount a 20-point comeback win on the road in the last 20 postseasons. And the series record of the previous six teams, 5-1, and one, Mark. And you say, just saying, just saying. But that was a great <laughs> comeback. I love that. Just saying. They're probably not going to beat Golden State, but a very interesting factoid. And teams who come back like that, it can really galvanize a club. Why don't you put like, $85,000 on it, Cam, like that guy? I, I, know what? I got a lot of respect for that guy. Come to think of it. Think about this. The Clippers came. Uh, the the Columbus Blue Jackets were down three to nothing in that game one, and then made a run. Are the Clippers going to be able to win another game or two, Mark? Like, what do you think about this? The database says maybe plus fourteen eighty, guys. That's what the wow. Clippers to win the series pays. Plus wow. fourteen eighty, Mark. I almost want to bet it. Well, after seeing Tampa Bay go down, Boogie Cousins being out for Golden State, you know, maybe this this flu is in the air right now with these top-seeded teams, and uh, all of a sudden they can start second-guessing themselves. Uh, this would be a big, big game for the Clippers here tomorrow night, taking eight and a half at home in this situation here. But uh, our good buddy uh, Ralph Michaels sent some numbers out, and I think you might have got him, Gabe, about the good role that Golden State's in. I just have to wonder whether or not I could lay that kind of a wood without a full lineup intact. Yeah, laying eight and a half uh, on the road there. We'll see if we get Ralph on uh, later in the week uh, from Wager Talk. And I'm seeing offshore. Uh, so FanDuel has it at plus 1480. Offshore cam, Mr. Green, the yeah, Clippers, plus 1700. Sold. I think I'm going to, I might only put like they 20 might or 30 them. on it. You know they what? Might but I'm going to do I'm it. I'm telling you. They might beat do them. it. I can see I'm the put, implosion coming. Like, it wouldn't shock me, guys. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, Mark. Like, and. You know this, Mark, too. I think if we hold off, you know everybody's going to hammer the Warriors in game three. They're all going to say, oh, the Warriors are going to kill them. They're going to kill them. Clippers are playing with house money, Mark. They're, they, got, they, they got a pocket full of money. Doc Rivers even lost $2,000 the other day, and someone gave it back to him on the street. But um, <laughs> like the, they're the youngest team in the NBA, the Clippers. They have the youngest starting five in the NBA. They're not intimidated from the Warriors. They're playing with house money, and I said this, and I don't. I'm not wishing this to happen, but this is where it's dangerous, and you can never assume anyone's going to win, guys. They're one injury away from being screwed now. Yep. Like everyone thinks, oh, they're they're so good. Like, Cam, if Steph Curry twists his ankle, they're done. You I know agree. What I mean? That's why Kevin Durant goes bet. out. They're done. It's worth the. Bet. You know, and Trayvon Green isn't one. even Trayvon anymore. Like they're close to like it. I'm not saying they're close to imploding, but they could. Things could go bad in a hurry for Golden State. They yeah. lose again. Draymond gets kicked out of a game for mouthing off. Kerr gets pissed off. Durant comes. It comes up. Durant's leaving. It's his last game here. You know what I mean? Yeah, there, there's there's trouble in paradise, Mark. 
I think there is trouble in paradise. You know, they didn't have the year that uh, a, a typical defending champion has, Golden State. Nothing really came easy to them this basketball season here. They were sort of on coast mode all year long, if you will, and everybody just wrote that off to the fact that, you know, hey, we're just looking forward to what counts. That's the playoffs. But, you know, sometimes, guys, you just can't kick it in gear when you say we're going to kick it in gear. And like you say, Gabe, if one more calamity happens to this lot, to this roster here, uh, we could be talking Tampa Bay Lightning again here. You never know. Uh, you never know. Crazier things have happened, guys. It's at 17 to 1, and we're going to get to this a little bit later on, Cam, with the golf. And I've got a bold I've got a bold pick, actually, uh, that we're going to get into. So Houston Rockets, uh, Houston Rockets uh, tonight, uh, Mark. This is the team that a lot of people think they can knock off the Golden State Warriors in the West this year. What, what's your take on tonight's game against the Utah Jazz? I'm going to be with the Jazz in this game tonight. I was with them last game and uh, ended up coming up on the big end on the short side of that basketball game. Uh, looked pretty good for a little while, but uh, bottom line to me is I think Utah come into this series with that chip on their shoulder when Houston took them out of the playoffs last year. Utah was playing some really good basketball, and we know Houston's up and down. They're like the weather in Cleveland, Ohio. You never know what the forecast is going to be with that team. I think this is a good spot for Utah to bounce back here right now. Alpha, 32-point loss. Like I said, return to the norm in the National Basketball League playoffs. It's what the zigzags are all about. When things happen in extremes, when you lose to the measure of games of which Utah lost, to the measure of which Detroit lost, their opponents tend to play down to their level, and they play hungrier. So I'm going to play the Jazz plus the points against Utah. Mark Lawrence, playbook.com uh, with us. Um, even though it is the playoffs, guys, I've been enjoying the baseball uh, season so far. And it's one thing, uh, Mark Cam's been very disciplined. Um, he's like, um, he's, very, he's been very, very smart gambling the last two months, I'd say, or so. Uh, me, on the other hand, I'm still you know, I'm going all over the place. But one thing I am doing is I'm riding my instinct, Mark. So if I like one baseball game, I bet one baseball game. If I like six baseball games, I bet six baseball yes. games. I'm not, like, locked in, like, oh, I got to get action every day. And I'm also not scared that, no, I'm not going to bet too many games. And I tell you, right now, it's working for me, Mark. I'm letting the market come to me as opposed to me forcing it. And I'm not saying, yeah. hey, maybe I'm betting too many games, but I don't feel like I'm forcing picks still, if you know what I mean. The comment you just made, Gabe, was the most cerebral comment that I've heard you make maybe ever, okay? <laughs> and... <laughs> ever! <laughs> I like this. Go on. <laughs> yeah, continue. <laughs> and, and, and it's that you're letting the game come to you, you rather than you going out and finding the games. Let them come to you because if they come to yeah, you I'm naturally real. – you're going to bet them with more confidence. And, you know, the whole bottom line to this whole game, guys, as you know, it's, it's about exposure. You can't get out there and bet every game every night. You're going to expose your bankroll, and you're going to be blown out here well before the season's even close to half over. So, like you say, let the game come to you. If there's only one game and you like it, go bet it. That's all you need to do. You're in it to win this thing, not to, uh, to win every night, to win every game. So, I, uh, words of wisdom, let the game come to you. Great, great I appreciate that. From uh, the smartest man that we know. So, guys, so this is it, Cam. And look, a good example, and this is when you're feeling good and when you get confident gambling, is when, like, a baseball series, like, bam, you're on one team one day, bam, the other team the next day, bam, you know, overs, unders. And 
I hit the I hit the total in game one of the Blue Jays and the Twins under the nine. Yesterday, Cam, I thought, hey, why the Blue Jays getting plus 128? It was even higher in a day, but it exactly. went down. Boom, we hit the Jays. People are like, oh, the Jays aren't going to win two days in a row. Yeah, they can win yeah. two days in a row. But tonight, even though it's minus 160, 65, I like the Twins a lot. And Mark, looking at the database, Odorizzi, 6-0 in the month of April. His last six uh, starts in April. Yeah, that's, if you like if you like that side, that doesn't hurt knowing that Odorizzi's that good in this particular role here right now. Uh, I'm with you, Gabe. I'm, I'm after being an Odorizzi on that side of the baseball game, and uh, I hope you win that one game tonight. Mark Lawrence. Well, I've got more, Mark. Mark Lawrence, playbook.com. Thanks for joining us, Mark. It's always a pleasure, sir. And my pleasure, guys. Be well. I'll catch you next week. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Make it rain with Jonah Brunari and Dane Martinez on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network weekdays from 6 to 9. Then stick around for Gabe and Joe from 9 to 12 with the morning after. These guys will get to do your best to get you addicted to sports wagering. It's a lot of fun, everybody. The show is available on Fantasy Sports Radio Network's app on iHeart. Tune in, and you can catch the video of the program on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page or on your favorite provider. Let's make it rain with Joe Nerineri and Dane Martinez and the morning after with my buddy Gabe. Stick around, everybody. Those shows, 6 a.m. to 9 and 9 a.m. to 12. We got you covered here at the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Back to you, Marenzi. That was ad-libbed. Well done, Cam. Uh, well done. Game time decisions, <laughs> Red Heat uh, Rage uh, Radio. <laughs> Having fun at work, buddy. Having fun. Have you, Gabe, I, I got to tell you, this Royals-White Sox game is getting out of control. Uh, bench clearing brawl in it. Uh, Tim Anderson hit a home run b- 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 bat flip, and then Keller, the pitcher from uh, Kansas City, threw at him. Every there's a lot of ill will between these two teams. Remember uh, back in the day where the, that uh, fan got rolled too by that dirt <laughs> uh, by that guy and his dirtbag son. Like those guys at the game, they beat yeah, up the father and son beat up the yeah, first they, base coach. Yeah, they beat up Kuntz, uh, Kuntz or whatever his name was, the Kansas City first base I coach. His name we was uh, Gamboa. Was it Gamboa? I thought it was Kuntz. Uh, anyway, yeah, whatever. Maybe another incident. But these teams don't like each other. Kuntz. I don't Fun. know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Anyway, Royals and White Sox. Not not a lot. Not a lot of love between these two teams. A lot of hate. Not a lot of love right now in our chat either on YouTube. There never is. Why? But uh, why? What's happening? Are we? Are now we even I'm getting. Are... Now even I'm getting called out. Why for what? People are claiming that I sold Montreal out and that I'm now a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. That's not true. You're a Leaf fan. You know I'm not a Leaf. You know, no, yeah, you're okay, exactly. It's ridiculous. Listen, I, see, I this is what people don't understand. You can bet on a series, like yes, that's the exactly. problem. People are ignorant today's day and age, right? Like, yeah, oh yeah, because yeah. I picked the Leafs to beat the Bruins. I'm a Leaf fan. <laughs> Listen, I work with this guy every day. Everybody on the chat, you know what? I'm a Leaf fan, but you have to bet on what's going to make you money. Like that's the bottom line. Is we're not in the business of, uh, you know, like they're. Am I a Columbus Blue Jacket fan? No, but I like the value in the series they have against Tampa Bay. I'm becoming a fan because they're winning me money. It's that simple, Gabe. You don't like the Toronto Maple Leafs. You'll bet on them when the price is right, and you said it's a must-win game tonight, and it's only 25 cents. I don't. People of, Mont- 
people of Montreal, this guy is not a Leaf fan. Trust me. I've moved. I've moved. I've lived in different cities, and I've never, I've never became a fan or like switch teams because of the city I've been in. You know what I mean? You got a soft spot for Brooklyn, though. The Raptors. You don't see me. Yeah. You don't see me walking around with a Yankee hat now. I'm a Dodger fan. Please don't do that. Don't do that. Like you know, you don't see me like. you know, I don't. I don't jump on. You know, I didn't become a Laker fan when I was in L.A. You know what I mean? I bet the Lakers. I observed the Lakers. I liked the Lakers, but I couldn't say I was a Laker fan. I was a Dodger fan before I moved to L.A. So I was a Dodger fan. Um, but was Brooklyn's that different. No, he doesn't like the Devils. Go watch the game because they're cheap. I'll be a fan of the nothing. Devils' prices. Nice I've got cheap nothing seats. against the Devils, Yang, but uh, yeah. they got first pick in the draft too. Those is that Devils. on the air? Is that on the air or off the air, Yang? All right, see Yang. Oh, you want me to say it on the air? I mean, like yeah, uh, either yeah, either Yang. Like when I'm talking, you, you just start air. talking into my ear about like the Devils. It has nothing to do with anything. Like, you're not helping. I said you're not a Devils nothing. fan either because you're, yeah, you're Weehawking. All right, yeah, good point. Yeah, we appreciate it. And right. he doesn't like the Rangers. Your team, Yang. There you go. But, yeah, if you're going to talk, you either talk on the air. But I know then there's problems with you uh, turning the mic off. Turn the after. mic off, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Wax yeah. on, wax off. Mic on, mic off. I think, it's to the, I think it's to the point we just need to disconnect all other mics. Uh, I, do, I, I think Yang can talk on the air. I, I like when he chimes <laughs> in. It's nice. It's nice. Feels like he's part of it, you know what I mean? Because he's there, right. and we're doing this. I, I like it's, it. It I like threw, it. threw me off. I was in the middle of a good rant. He's talking about the okay. Devils. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's your rant? So, anyways, not being a not being a hometown team wherever you yes, move. Thank you, Yang. Uh, always something. Uh, I think he's bad at you now. He's always upset. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's always upset that I'm upset. <laughs> uh, it's all good, Yang. So. Um, How's the chat now? Is it cooled off or is it still no. flaming hot? No, no, no. So, yeah, people. So, yeah, like I said, so uh, there's a sellout factor. The thing is, and people always told me that, oh, Marenzi, as long as you never become a Toronto Maple Leaf fan, you know, it's all right because, you know, I'm from Montreal. And um, even though I'm not a Toronto Maple Leaf fan, I, I think any self-respecting Montreal Canadiens fan would be pulling for the Toronto Maple Leafs over to Boston Bruins. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, like what it's about not Boston rocket science here. Boston, Boston is their Montreal. biggest rival. Like, if you're, if you're a Montreal Canadiens fan and you're cheering for Boston to beat uh, Toronto, you're an crazy. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. I've been to both series, too. Boston fan were so, like, the things they say about Montreal fan, you'll never get that. Even Leaf fan, they can respect Hab fan. Like, I've been to Montreal Canadian games. Everybody's got that friend who's a Hab fan. You let him wear his damn jersey. You know, some guy might, you know, want to pour a beer on him or something. But it's more out of love. Boston and Montreal, it's more born out of yeah, hate. Canadian fans. Like, there is real anger there. Canadian, so Canadian fans, though, really aren't pulling for either of them. No, they're right. I think it Who bothers like? them. I don't know. I'll ask. I'll ask, do a poll because I have a Perfect. lot of Canadian. There's a lot of Canadian fans on Twitter too. I'll do a poll. I hope we'll say who you're pulling for: Toronto, Boston, or neither. I could live with neither. I could live with. And neither. you don't have to look. You said you don't support teams just because they're from Canada. Listen, but the thing is, I don't like. The thing is, I'm a I'm a Leaf fan. I don't hate the Montreal Canadiens though. I bet on them a lot during the season. They, we found value in them a lot of times this year. I don't hate the way. Like, there's I no real this. rivalry between. No, the there's not. It's, it's between a scam Boston. Rivalry. It yeah. is a, it's between Boston. It's not now. real. 
Boston and can Montreal meet in the playoffs all the time, and there's been hate between those two teams. I thought a Canadian fan would hate Bruin fan more and the Bruins. That's what I would think, but what do I know? Right? Um, Montreal and Toronto hasn't been a rivalry since the 60s, bro. Like, they sucked in the 70s. They never played. Like, they haven't played in the playoffs since 1978 or something like that. Yeah. Like, I, it's not like they're, you know what I mean? They're, they're sort of sold as a rivalry. Like, the Montreal Canadiens' biggest rival by far are the Boston Bruins. And the Toronto Maple Leafs' so. big rival before was the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, we used to meet them every year in the playoffs, but that's even, that rivalry is kind of dying. I don't. I, I would say, actually, you know what I'm going to say, Gabe? The Leafs' biggest rival is the Boston Bruins now, too. Now, now it is the Bruins, the I know. Yes, it's the <laughs> Bruins. We hate the, I guess everybody, it's always Boston. Boston, Montreal, Boston, Toronto. I don't mind neither, but, you know, we bet on who okay, we bet on. So, right? so, yeah, so people are calling me a sellout. And then on top of it, um, there's something, listen, God bless the hockey playoffs. There's something that brings the animosity out in people. You're in true. this, people get fired up. People are blocking each other on Twitter, and like uh, it's that time of the year right now. Yet, people get so effing mad about the Leafs winning camp, and I think a lot of Canadian fans would rather see the Bruins win because it's almost like the Bruins don't live in their neighborhood. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Montreal Canadian fans seem to have a hard time accepting that the. Toronto Maple Leafs are a better franchise and organization than they are. I can right understand now. that. That's a great way like, of looking like at they're, it. It's a they're great, jealous. It's they don't have the Bears. They don't have Martyr. They don't have – they got Carey Price. You know what I mean? So That's they true. don't want to see Toronto get all good and successful. And the Montreal Canadiens, like the, the, the organization, I think they don't want to see Toronto get all good and win because it'll just highlight, well, how come Toronto spends all this money on players? How come Toronto wins and we don't? How come Toronto has an NBA team? Like, you know, Montreal, you know, I'm sure, like, I, I would imagine the Montreal management would prefer just the Bruins to beat them, to be honest. It's a bad way of looking at it. Um, the way I see it is... It's a you true know way I mean? of looking at it, though. It, it is It is a true way of looking at it. Also, it, you got to understand, and you know this, it's not just about now. I guess a lot of people have it engraved in their brains from their fathers and grandfathers. That's when the Maple Leafs and uh, the Canadians rivalry was more significant. It's not so much now. And the Boston rivalry has been built over the last 10 to 15 years because Montreal and them meet each other all the time. So that hate is simmering. But I get it also, too. It's a French-English thing. I respect Montreal, though. I love that city. I think the people there are passionate hockey fans. God, they love it, man. They're, they're, they're the best fans going, you know. And for them to be loyal to that team and not being, you know, as successful as they should be, I, I give them all, all the credit in the world, Gabe. But I'm not a regular Toronto Maple Leaf fan. And in Montreal fans' defense, a lot of Leaf fans are jerks. Yeah, no, it's it's true, but so are so are. But overall, I would say overall that the Leaf fan is is a little cooler, in the sense I'm not talking about personality wise, but I mean, like you said, there's not it's it's a friendly rivalry almost. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a rivalry. Like, but yeah. put it this way, like you've you've you, you've been to these games. I have. I've been to listen. I used to cover the Canadians. I, I've been to a million Leaf Canadian games. All right. You see boyfriend and girlfriends together wearing different jerseys. Buddies, like you said, there's always that one jerk buddy in each city that either got to wear a Leaf jersey or a Hab jersey. You know what I mean? True. It's like people, they go to the games together. It's not, I'm going to punch you in the back of the head and let's fight in a parking lot. The Canadians and Bruins is sort of like that. 
Um, you know, Buffalo Sabres and Toronto Maple Leafs. There's yeah. fights. Like, there's yes, shut up. F you. You know what I mean? We well, don't like you. Well, the, like, well, the Montreal is- and Toronto is like, hey, I love coming to your town city, man. You know what I mean? Let's go to the strip club after the game. It's yep. more of a friendly, like, brotherly rivalry. I think it's a brotherly rivalry. Like, Boston and Montreal is nasty. Like, they yell, like, you know, racial stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's uh, over the top. Yeah, like, yeah. But well, Boston and Bruins fight with each other, too, right? I mean, they're morons. It's true. And the thing is, though, just in, in Buffalo Sabre fans' defense, too, like, a lot of Leaf fans, they'll go to Buffalo and say, you live in Tonawanda, Cheektowaga, you loser. You know, like, burn your house down. Like The problem with Leaf fans is, some of them, not all, because they have some really great fr- fans, like Visine, Vince, Hainzer, like, really good people and good fans a lot of these douchebag rich guys they use like economic stuff in their slurs and i don't think that's fair to buffalo and uh i think that's, that's just why a, they hate, yeah that's why that's i why sat in the south and, and they're shitty day. and they're and they're shitty people for doing that right I, i've never i've never been a fan of that uh, i actually love the city of buffalo i love the city of buffalo it's amazing always, cheap drinks perfect our boy our boy t-bone <laughs> our boy t-bone was uh they were even filming like cops and stuff but anyways he got he got brought in in uh, in Clark County yep and the camera was on and he told the cop there uh um I'm going to enjoy buying your house in foreclosure <laughs> oh wow yeah i don't think you liked that one too much no she put him back in the cell for like another <laughs> yeah, 7 hours exactly yeah, they they don't take kind too kindly to that. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, like I went it's like me going back to Olympic Stadium years later for a football game and security guy gives me a really dirty look and somebody asked me, Why'd that guy give you such a dirty look? And I said, uh my I said I might have told him the last week of the expos that one good thing about the expos leaving is you're gonna lose your job. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You could I might have said something to that. Like I don't know, I might have said something like something to that effect. <laughs> something to that effect. All right, yeah. so I just I, said I, on Twitter, this for yep. Montreal Canadian fans only. Who are you pulling for? NHL playoffs. Maple Leafs, Bruins. Leafs, Bruins, neither. All right, let's kick back and uh, watch. What do you think the vote's going to be? I think it's going to be Bruins. I think we're going to have a bunch of jackasses that say neither, but they're lying. Because they secretly won't want to admit that they're cheering for either team. So we'll just uh, sit back and wait uh, for the vote. So on another note, though, so the Toronto Maple Leafs are up 2-1 right now. And... Dare I say that the series is at stake tonight, Cam, on the line. Honestly. I think if the Leafs win tonight, they win the series. If they lose, it's going to be very difficult for them. Exactly. And they might lose. They don't win tonight. Suddenly, dude, you got a best of two or three. And Boston's got home ice, two or three. They they, got to take care of business. They need to beat beat their ass in. Like, this is a huge Freddie Anderson has been playing better than Rask, and it's going to continue tonight. Leafs win. We'll break it down and more. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
I love rock and roll so much, man. I'm starting to let my hair grow, buddy. Keep, keep trying. I'm going to let my hair grow and be a headbanger and stuff. Like, so when I bring the songs in and out, my head could be bopping up and down, you know? Uh, Yang, I hate to uh, I hate to tell you, your hair's gone, bro. Your hair, your hair's... I can grow it back, man, genetically. Not coming back. Yeah, no, no, no Yang. Here's a deal. I know a guy that went bald. The only way you can do it, once you start seeing yourself go bald, you got to get the get the Rogaine and all this stuff and really plugs. start massaging. Yeah, once it once it's gone, it's okay, gone. You, you got to attack it earlier. So my hair is gone. gone. It's gone. Hair follicle. He gone. He gone. He gone. <laughs> Razor time. Look, he gone. You're looking good, Yang. Looking good. Don't worry. Um, looking good. Yeah, this is young. <laughs> this is uh, it's very annoying. So I asked people who they pulling for. Thirty-three percent Leafs, thirty-three percent Bruins, thirty-four percent neither. <laughs> wow, what a that's a great election. Great down. It's going to the last. I have a feeling it was going to be. Close. It's like real life. It's complicated. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is complicated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just took a little bit of a lead. A little bit of a lead. Thirty-eight percent Leafs. So it's like if you're a Montreal Canadian, I said Montreal Canadian fans only. Who are you pulling for? Leafs, Bruins, neither. Thirty-eight so percent leaks right now. So th- listen to this one. I-, I got one issue with soccer though. So Manchester City wins four to three, right? And it's four-four on aggregate tied. That's the final. But Tottenham moves on because of away goals. Why don't they? If it's tied four-four on aggregate, they should play like an extra thirty minutes because it's actually a tie, and then use the aggregate to determine a winner. That's not right. It shouldn't just go to away goals there. It's tied. They should settle it there, and if they can't, then you go there. Why don't so they, they just go? Why don't they go to a penalty kick after? That's what I'm like or anything. I, I prefer 30 minutes of extra time. It's not it's not like these games are every day. So think about it. So if Manchester City wins four to three, Tottenham advances on the aggregate. I disagree though, because it's four four on aggregate. They automatically get in because of away goals. That should be the final determining factor after overtime and kicks. And I I'll tell you what, Cam, and City, and City were better than Tottenham and another another big time team that can't advance. Yeah. All right, uh, level two, Camblu. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Thank you very much, Yang. Busy Wednesday on the diamond. Let's get the games on the go right now. Great one between the Phillies and the Mets. It ended earlier. Phils escaped with a 3-2 win. Arietta moves to 3-1. and one. Hector Neris, the save, number two on the year. The Cards doubled up the Brew Crew, 6-3. Michael Waka, 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 Pac-Man. He gets the win. Jordan Hicks, save number four. We got a good one between Kansas City and the White Sox, 3-2 in the bottom of the seventh. White Sox threatening second and third, two outs. And the Dodgers taking the lead on the Reds. This game was scoreless, three to nothing. The Reds got two runners on, one out in that game. Later tonight, Boston and the Yankees, 635. Yankees minus 125, total nine. Eovaldi versus Hap. Then we got Pittsburgh and Detroit, 640 start. Pirates 115 on the road, eight and a half. Williams and Turnbull, 640 start. The Tribe and Seattle. Indians minus 130 on the road, over under eight. Carrasco versus Swanson Pinners. 
rest of the schedule. 705 San Fran at Washington. That's 140 over under eight and a half. Samarja and Hellickson. 710 action. Tampa Bay, a huge favorite. Minus 270 against Baltimore. Total eight and a half. Hess and Stanek. Cubs and Marlins, 710. We got the Cubs laying 65 cents on the road. Total eight. Hamels, Alcantara, the starters. Arizona and Atlanta, that's a 720 start. Braves minus 170. Total nine. Godley versus Gosman. GG at 740. Blue Jays in Minnesota. The Jays winning some games. Twins minus 170 tonight. Total eight and a half. Thornton versus Eggs Odorizzi. We got uh, LA Angels at Texas, 805. Rangers minus 30. Total 10 and a half. Harvey versus Lynn. Late game, Houston, Oakland. And this one uh, right now, Oakland laying 15 cents over under nine. Miley and Montas. NFL releasing its global international schedule today and the week one Sunday nighter. The Super Bowl champion Patriots open up week one against Pittsburgh. Five games around the world, four in London with the Bears and Raiders kicking things off from week five in Tottenham. Week six, we got the Carolina Panthers meeting the Bucks, also from Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Week eight, Bengals and Rams from Wembley Stadium. And the Houston Texans battle Jacksonville week nine from Wembley in the final game of the international schedule. Chiefs versus Chargers from Azteca Stadium in Mexico. The NFL also announcing Bears-Packers open up the season the Thursday nighter, September 5th. The league's going to announce the rest of the slate 8 o'clock tonight. Three-pack in the NBA playoffs, 7 o'clock. Indiana, Boston, Celtics, 8, 2 4 and a half. Boston up 1-0 in the series at 8. Detroit and Milwaukee. The Bucks are huge favorites in this one. Big favorites there with no Blake Griffin. They got big, big problems do the Detroit Pistons in this game and right now the Bucks laying 15 total 215 and a half 930 we got the Houston Rockets six and a half point favorites uh, over the Jazz 214 is your total three games in the National Hockey League playoff action tonight Boston and Toronto get things going at 705 Eastern should be a very very good game there Leafs laying 25 cents total six then we have the dallas stars taking on the nashville predators stars minus 125 as well over under five nashville's up two to one in that series and the flames need a win tonight colorado and calgary a pick tonight in colorado total six the avalanche a surprising avalanche they lead that series two games to one there champions league as i mentioned before fc porto and liverpool liverpool kicking ass today they won four to one and liverpool easily wins the series six to one on aggregate and as I mentioned with Gabe, Manchester City and Tottenham. Manchester City wins 4-3, to three, but Tottenham, even with the tie, more away goals. So they move on. Another big, big team in this tournament gets knocked out. We'll have more lineups. Our friend Gamblu stops by to talk some pucks, some MMA, and a whole lot more. It's going to be a great uh, second hour of the show as Gabe says, Level 2. Coming up next, it's Red Heat and Rage. Stick around for me, Gabe, and Gamblu. All you have to decide what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time, time decisions. decisions. All right, let's roll. Level two. Game time decisions. Ready. Rage of radio. LouGamblu.com will step up and in. I'm going to fire off another poll question now. I'm going to say this is for everybody who hates Toronto sports teams. Why do you hate Toronto so much? Because I, I don't, I don't understand it. I see it, Cam, with the Raptors, and it pisses me off as a Raptor fan. In which people are like genuinely happy when they lose. Like you, the, you, uh, know, you know what it is, Gabe? Toronto, you Toronto, can, Toronto gang, when... please uh, turn. Yeah. Uh, yes, like, dude. Thanks. 
Yeah, you know what it is? It's basically when you look at things from a Canadian perspective, there's like Toronto, Vancouver, like when you talk about economics in the rest of the country, it's one of those things because there's all the big banks, all the people. It's like the epicenter, right? And people from Toronto, a lot of them think like that too. Ooh, we're important. We're important. I've lived all over Canada. And when I lived up in Yellowknife too, you know what I mean? People were nice to me, but I was from outside of Toronto. But most people from uh, that area, they're not big fans of just for some reason. It's not all the people's fault. It's a stressful place to yeah, live in comparison is, to other people. I don't understand why everyone hates it. But people aren't walking around the streets of Toronto saying the Leafs are going to win the Stanley Cup. No, they're not. They, they, they weren't. And in fact, they were negative about the team. Leaf fans haven't picked the Leafs. A lot of, you know, a lot of, look, you're a diehard Leaf fan. Every game before the game, you're like, oh, I, I don't know, I, know. I don't know. Because you're it's a real tough. Leaf fan. You're, you're, you know it's tough. We might lose. We could Boston's win, but good. we might lose. Boston's but, like, there's, a, there's a sense. There's a sense that other people think that somehow people are walking around Toronto saying, oh, the Raptors are the best team in the league. The Leafs are the best team in the league. And the Blue Jays are the best. When it's really not the case at all. No, it's not. It's not the case at all. And uh, the Raptor fans are very, very scared, Gabe. What about their pedigree? Uh, you were a one seed against Washington. It was probably one of the worst uh, beats in basketball history when you got swept as a one seed to Washington. There's a lot of negativity, or I would say more um, interpretation, like you're a little bit scared, you're worried because you know how good you are. But come playoff times, both of these teams have choked before. So you're all, all a little bit nervous. You're right. I think the real fans aren't cocky at all. They're more uh, kind of hesitant and scared because they haven't really had a lot of success. Most, we're most, mostly uh, used to losing, Gabe. You know the way it works. Like These teams always choke. Yeah, Toronto. Uh, well, Toronto had the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays won Those uh, are good back-to-back uh, World Series championships in the early 90s. Uh, but since then, there hasn't been a, a, major, a major championship. But it's just it's amazing to me to see just the vitriol that starts. I see it with the Raptors. People laugh at Kyle Lowry. And then Kyle Lowry goes off. He, you know, last night, Cam, we told people the prop was 13 and prop. a half points. Great he pass. scored 15 in the first half. But the thing is, I didn't see thousands of gifts. I didn't see thousands of people tweeting at Kyle Lowry last night. Great game. Great job mm-hmm. in the 29-point blowout. Great point. They only ripped no, no, I saw people stuck. tweeting him on Saturday, a bunch of jackasses from their mom's basement. Yeah, that's what uh, they right? do. Yeah, it's kind of like, like it's kind of like yeah, hey, we're on a hot streak gambling. You uh, you get that guy going, yeah, yeah, great picks. You guys are like one in five or whatever. Then you're on a heater for a week. There's a couple nice people who go, hey, thanks for the picks. Like guys like last night. Uh, the tendency to use Twitter is always the negative, not the positive, for the most part. Uh, you're exactly right. So we've got games uh, on on the board uh, here this evening, and. Um, Big game, big game between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Boston Bruins. We'll get Lou's take, although you know Lou's bias. He's going to say the Bruins. Of course he is. <laughs> See, in fact, you know he is too. Wow, they're gritty. They're gritty. Yeah, they're dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw Lou getting it into some guy on Twitter about Ovechkin. Lou was just basically saying Ovechkin's a tough guy. The guy's like, hey, Lou, Ovechkin's had four fights in his like career. Like, I don't think you understand that Lou was just kind of saying he's a tough. Well, tough listen, guy. not about fighting. Like, people are crazy. I think. I think there's, I think there's something to be said for column A and column B. Yes. In that number one, Ovechkin's one of the toughest guys in the league. The it's guy's the like, the guy's thick as hell, bro. Like he's tough. Like man, the guy's been killing people on the ice with checks for years. People don't want to mess with Ovi. No. Number two, he did knock out a 19-year-old kid that's never fought in his life before. That's not cool. And Ovi started it, not the kid. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. decision heat rage radio continues the answers are coming in for people from all over we got new york all over canada uh as far as uh, toronto i asked people uh why do you uh just for anybody who hates toronto sports teams why do you hate toronto so much and why do you why is there so much joy when the raptors and the leafs lose and uh, we're getting all kinds of responses here uh our boy um our boy uh, Martino uh, in New York from the Fantasy Sports Network said he's a Celtic fan, though, so you're biased, Martino. Um, says, I started to dislike the Raptors because they started to act like they won titles after uh, having consistent teams. Comes off as arrogant, especially when they blow out, when they blow it. Yeah, I'll give it. Listen, I don't know if the Raptors, I, I guess I can live with that. The Raptors have sort of been elevated to elite team status without winning. I'll give you that. Exactly. I'll give, I'll give you that. Um, Amar in Montreal says, for me, it's more the Toronto sports media, TSN and Sportsnet. I have nothing yes. against Raptor fans, but the Good Leaf point. fans are annoying as F. Uh, nice to see them get shut up. Chris uh, Chris Barbary says, anytime Toronto sports team win, I have to hear about it for two weeks on SportsCenter. Imagine if they actually won the Cup or the NBA Finals. I'd have to hear about it all summer long. No thanks. Uh, Dana Lane, uh, Capper actually says, uh, yep. <laughs> from my experience, it's because they're from Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, VA in Vancouver says, it's because I hate the Toronto Sports Network, TSN. And that's what I just tweeted, actually. It seems like the hatred is more towards the media coverage than the teams themselves. Let's it's bring true. in uh, Lou uh, right Lou. now. Um, Lou's, Lou's not pulling for anybody. Lou's, Lou's all about his money. Uh, and we'll see who his money is on here. But me and Cam both predict that Lou likes the Boston Bruins tonight. Lou, gamblu.com. How you doing, Lou? Doing great, guys. We're in the throws of round one in the playoffs. Had a just a sizzling red-hot start over here. And just am enjoying the heck out of watching one hockey game after another on these weeknights. And, um, yeah, you know what? The Nothing tops this time of the year with the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. Um, just, you know, games, games, games across the board. So, um, so as far as Boston, Boston and, uh, and Toronto, uh, Lou, who did you pick before the series started? And uh, what, what do you think about tonight's game and the rest of the series? Yeah, so uh, at, at be, before the series started, uh, I, I tend to think that you have to play playoff hockey from the goal out, and that fits Boston. That said, I think Toronto, uh, based based on the fact that everybody and their brother was taking Boston, uh, the one angle Toronto had would be 
if they were just sick and tired of eating crow from Big Brother Boston, yet another playoff series. They played them last year and again, I think maybe three years ago. Uh, but these young kids, Matthews and the like, are, are you know, kind of maturing. They brought in Tavares. And uh, really, quite honestly, you take one look at goals against, and you got to notice that at 2.33, Freddie Anderson sitting there fourth in the playoffs right now. He is standing up. That's been the story. I picked Toronto to get past Boston uh, because I think they're fed up, and I think they're the looser team tonight. The pressure, the must-win. I don't think this is a must-win, but this is a very critical game for Boston. You go down three to one, and it's going to be hard to come back. Yet you go home at two to two, you got a bounce in your step. All the pressure is on Boston. A lot of the actions on Boston. I lean to Toronto in this spot as the looser team that's playing with a chip. I would say, and I agree with a lot of what you said there, Lou, but, and Cam, I think there is pressure on the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. Oh, big time. There's uh, there's pressure. They're running out of racetrack in the series. They only have two more home games. They have two more home games. Like, after this, there was potentially one more home game. I know. And, you know, there's not a lot of room for air. Similar to Columbus last night is why I like Columbus last night. Columbus let Washington off the hook last year. Toronto has let Boston off the hook uh, before. Um, and, they, you know, to, to me, it's a critical game. But you're right. There's more pressure on Boston uh, this evening in, in the real world to win this this hockey game tonight. You know, I still think the Leafs can win if they lose this uh, this game tonight, guys. But if the Leafs are going to win this series, Cam, they need to win this game tonight. Let's just be real. Yeah, and another thing is, the the one thing is, the Leafs have an advantage over Boston with depth. Boston has a very, very, they're top-heavy, but their stars are so good. The problem with the Leafs is other guys haven't been stepping up, and now you saw Janssen, Gabe, and that's huge. They need guys like Nylander, the same type of thing. Like If those guys play average to good hockey and don't make mistakes, I think the depth of the uh, of the least Tavares is he haven't played good this series, right? He needs to be even better. Like he played okay the last game, but I'll tell you something, man. Mitch Marner, and he's my guy, Gabe. And what you saw his is his stock is climbing. He, oh, and he's getting paid next time. That's the thing. I, he's been the best Leaf all year. He's better been better than Matthews and Tavares. Well, I'll put it this and way, yeah. Like, and he blocked shots. You never People know. You never him. know if you'll be able to keep both of them forever. You know what I mean? Yep, and I know it's early to say this. I mean, we're in the first round of the playoffs, but let's just be real. If push comes to shove, if you ask uh, you ask uh, Johnny Sixpack outside the arena, who stays, who goes? Like Marner just climbed. Like you know what I mean? Like Matthews I, finally scored. Like Marner is starting to get it more. I don't know. Out of if those they, three, out of those three, Gabe, I would get rid of Tavares first. You just got him. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. If you said gun to my head, you can only keep. You can't have three stars. Look what the Islanders are doing without him. And I know it's a team effort and stuff. But Tavares takes too many games off. He could be a great player, but sometimes, man, that guy's invisible. Matthews is starting to get it. I just think Marner's the he's best of all three. The thing with John Tavares is he's not passionate. So I've noticed that about him. He always just sort of has that sort of non. He has that same sort of aloof look on his face all angry. the time. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's kind yeah. of emotionless. But yeah, he's, he's I, think, yeah. I don't think 
don't think he's passionless. I just don't think, I think there's a level of wanting it. And I'm not sure if he's at the top, 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 like digging deep, 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 deep. Like all these guys do like uh, Brock Nelson on the Islanders and all these guys, like they, they, they take it to a new level of anger, wanting to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. You put the team on your back. Tavares, because he's so talented, Gabe, I just don't think he has that next gear. He just doesn't use it very often. So the thing is, Lou, you know the Bruins are going to come out strong tonight. They at are. First, at, at first, you know, they're going to be obsessed with getting the first goal of the game uh, this evening. So the total is six. I bet the under. I bet the Leafs. I bet the under. We're on that nice 8-1-1 one, and one run the last two nights in the National Hockey League playoffs. We're going to start off Ooh, with this. Hey, hey, I'm not a right. That loss, I'm not a corner. I'm on the Islanders, Brent, so you could take the Penguins. Screw that. Um. Yeah, yeah, what the one loss? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're quit yeah, living yeah. in the past, Ken. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, I know. it. Well, we're, yeah, I know. So just let, let's keep the party going. Okay, okay, good, good, good. We're a team. <laughs> we'll scratch it. So I'm going with the Leafs and the under, but we'll get to our picks. So, uh, Lou, the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, bite the bullet. And, um, you know, we were talking about this with Mark Lawrence earlier. It's amazing. It's amazing how these top teams. Now it's the first time a Presidents Cup trophy, uh, Presidents Trophy winner has ever been bounced in the first round, but we're seeing across the board in sports, top seeds do lose. I mean, Virginia lost last year, and I swear I would fire Cooper. Uh, I don't care about the regular season wins. We've been down this road before. It's like the Dodgers. That's who they are. Like it's like you know you got to shake things up sometimes, and with Tampa they've got to take a long look. Uh, Long look in the mirror, but I was thinking about it. It's one of those deals where you got to sleep on it. And I'm thinking, all right, the guy is a very, very good coach. You know, we fire him. You know, well, who are we going to hire that's going to be Don't as good? Don't fire him. Don't fire but him. But I'll give him one more year, Cap, and Lou. And we'll get Lou's thoughts on the other side. Um, I'll give him one more year. And I thought about it only because of Virginia. Virginia lost to the to, to UNBC. They came back. They won the title. The Cooper next year, Tampa, that's like, that's it. But I told you guys, man. You know, well, Bobrovsky's playing well, but I didn't trust Vasquez. All right, so we'll hit, we'll hit this on the other side and more. And we'll have UFC, too. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Network. We got a billion picks to share with you. We will a little bit later on in the program. We're talking hockey. We'll get into the UFC uh, right now. We're with Lou Gamblu uh, com. So um, Lou Tampa Bay Lightning uh, bite the bullet. We know you had the future. Um, it's always painful when a future loses. Um, I hate to be that guy to say it. Uh, now it's like somebody saying it's better to have uh, loved and lost than never have loved, <laughs> never have loved at all. But at least it got torn off like a band-aid <laughs> and it didn't 
it didn't, uh, you know, you weren't prolonged. It didn't, it didn't get carried out and stuff. And trust me, I feel your pain. When, when they went down, I couldn't help but think about last summer, Cam, when we all went down with the shit pretty hard on Germany in the World Cup. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That was fun. It was just, but it was, it was worse because it was, it, it, it was prolonged over 17 days or whatever. At yeah. least this happened quick, Lou. It's like you got knocked out quick in a fight. Yeah, it, it, that's what happened. But let's also understand, uh, anybody that goes back and gets into my website, you can watch day by day how we reacted to this. And to be quite honest with you, there were four games in the Tampa Bay series, and we had Tampa Bay aggressively for the series. However, in game two, in game three, in game four, we had Columbus in game two as a huge dog and three and four as moderate dogs. And so those three games procured enough profit to offset almost all of that wager on uh, Tampa Bay. Again, those that know how I operate know that it's, it is important to me that if there's loss to minimize that as it is to maximize when you gain. And so because I run a business here and I sensed that Tampa Bay uh, really didn't have it. And, and so we talk about underdogs in various sports upsetting uh, the favorites, but it seems to happen more so in hockey. And I'm going to tell you exactly why it happens in hockey. It happens in hockey because of the dynamically different way of uh, the dynamic, different way they play the game in the postseason, as opposed to the way they play the game in the regular season. This uh, upset by Columbus totally reinforces that with me. It also reinforces why I only use the regular season as data because there's no hitting intensity and this overtime situation in the playoffs racks up points for overtime wins, overtime losses. You're playing three on three. In no way does the regular season resemble postseason. They're different games, and that's why you have teams – that, you know, got into the playoffs but didn't look good. Well, who, like Columbus? Yeah. Like the Islanders? Of course. The Preds, the the Maple Leafs, those are your top four teams' goals against in the playoffs. And, and who are the teams that struggled in or out? Tampa Bay, San Jose Sharks hanging on by a thread, Pittsburgh. These teams play scoring offense. They don't play any defense. Their goaltenders, especially Vasilevsky, was subpar. And I think the proof is in the pudding that the regular season's just so different of an animal than the postseason that you got to know how to handicap these defensive teams when it gets to playing for the cup. Hockey yep. is um, very well said. It's it's a random sport as well. It is right. Good call, it's, Gabe. it's it's a random you sport. You punch the numbers. What, it's the luckiest out of all the sports. Well, They've even all proven the numbers. It. Like, and all yep. that stuff. It it comes it's down true. to don't want to simplify, but you you know the better team doesn't always win in hockey. The better team doesn't win the game all the time. You know it comes down to you know the goalie has just so much to do with it, and and the the seating is strange as well, right? So it's it's hard to predict like from game to game, let alone like it's I think hockey futures are the hardest to predict because of the randomness of it. You know, like other other yeah. leagues, 
You know who you're going to play. Uh, the better team, talent usually wins out. The more talented team doesn't really mean anything that more talent in hockey. Systems I work. couldn't disagree more. I, I, I just could not disagree more with that, to be quite honest. And Gabe, with you what? and I are good friends. And uh, but, but quite honestly, there are no surprises after 82 games and through a seven-game series. Yeah, you can get lucky in one game. Yeah, you can get lucky in five periods. But you can't get lucky and win a seven-game series. It's all it's skill. And well, what if, did if Columbus you get a goaltender that you get a goaltender that stands up, you Columbus get a goaltender. But I, 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 you just you seven games minimizes. So who, but Lou, you disagree with me. It. You disagree with me. Who has more skill, the Columbus Blue Jackets or the Tampa Bay Lightning? Tampa Scoreboard game in playoff hockey this year. It, all that matters is who moves forward. Listen, Luke, you're it the one that came on the show two weeks ago and told us you bet massive on Tampa to win, and now you're telling me yes. you disagree with me. Like, I don't know yes. which side of the fence you're on here, Luke. You know, two weeks well, ago, Tampa listen, was great, and now you're like, no, no, I disagree. I, it's it's I'll, obviously I'll, pretty random, Luke. Uh, the the, teams that are the, the fact that I was make it the to the Stanley that, Cup Finals all the time, as we, you yeah, just stated Dave, yourself. Gabriel, the fact goalie, that Luke? I came on here weeks ago and told you that I bet aggressively on Tampa means that I simply made a mistake. Now, I am privileged enough to have the facts in front of me, and yeah, there's because no because they just got swept. There, that's the fact. They got swept. That's right. That's right, and and it it substantiates my position that the regular season does in no way uh, prepare you for the different kind of hockey that's played. In the postseason, now the fact that I missed and and I didn't predict that correctly be, uh, with Tampa Bay it, it is is not relative. It, the facts are that we have the information now, and that is exactly what happened. And, Lou, and it's to, all to bullshit. Solidify, Lou, let's just cut to the chase. It's all no, bullshit. Let me. I, I'm going to. I'm going to give you my listen, take. Hold on a second. Hold on. Yeah, hold yeah. on a second. You talk about data and oh, and the playoffs and this is different. It's an effing game, Lou. All right, they drop the puck. When a team that is hot three weeks ago might not be hot today. There's injuries. If Tampa didn't, if Hedman wasn't, you know, all banged up and they didn't get all injured, they could have won. Yep. Things change. We can talk about data this, data that. You can disagree all you want, Lou. The fact of the matter is, you need to peak at the right time. That's why Columbus beat them. They peaked at the right time. Tampa hadn't played a meaningful game in a long time. That's Columbus have been playing real hockey every night. They were the better team right now. That's why it's to... random, Lou. You can disagree you right. all the hell you want, but facts are facts, Lou. And the bottom line is, Lou, before you re rebut the comment, I would say the regular season up to the last stretch, what I look for moving forward now betting hockey, what team slipped in to the playoffs on a heater with the last four or five games of the season, a.k.a. Columbus and a lot of those teams because eight seeds in hockey generally can win because they're playing that playoff style a lot of the time. Vasilevsky actually gave to, to, to that point. He made some huge saves. Columbus should have beat those guys by seven, eight goals every night. They got schooled. Lou? That's my take. Lou's rebuttal time. <laughs> I like Lou. Where'd he go? Oh, he's gone. Marenzi, you made him hang up. No, we lost go. him. No, he, didn't, he, didn't hang. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't hang up. I'm joking. 
<laughs> the bottom line in hockey is it's different than any other sport. The Golden State Warriors don't go out in one. The New York Yankees don't go out. You know, good teams win. In baseball, basketball, the yes. cream rises. Hockey, it's different. You have That's a hot goaltender and an intense team. It is, I would say, not totally random. It is more random than any other sport. And to your earlier point, luck-based hockey is more so than anything. Yeah, all these guys can run it through their supercomputer and whatever. You're right. I hate to say it. You get a hot goaltender, you can win with a shitty team. It happens all the time. Why do you think, why do you think there's not an optimizer for hockey? There is, but I don't really. Yeah, you follow but it, a but very, you do your a own very, thing too. A very, yeah. very loose one. I would say a it's very, a loose very one. loose one. Like there's I not, agree. because it's a random sport to begin with, right? Yeah. You can plan a system, you can play within a system, you can, um, you know, you can, you can, you know, say, all right, we have sort of these set plays that we like to do when we have the puck, but it's yeah. a random sport by nature. That's why people don't like it in fantasy. It's the least predictable sport of yes. all sports. All right, we've Mad got Lou guys back. Guys can't attack it. They can't attack it the way you can they've attack others. Back. Hey, and we're Lou. saying, Lou, like as far as data and stuff in hockey, there really isn't a lot of data. You know what I mean? Like when you compare it to other sports, you can lock it in. Like in, in the NBA, there isn't upsets, Lou, because the talent prevails. You know what I mean? You can have less talent and win a hockey game. You can will yourself to win a game. I don't see how you're disagreeing with that when we see the evidence on a nightly basis. You can't will yourself to win a football game. You can't will yourself to win a basketball game through seven games. You can outwill a team in a hockey series. series. You can't will yourself into the best of seven series. And the, the fact is... Yeah, Columbus was playing better at the end of the year, but that that makes no that that has no bearing. The bottom line is when the playoffs start, it doesn't matter who I mean you can bet who the hot team is, who the hot team isn't. But the bottom line is at the end of the playoffs, the best team hoists the cup, not the hottest team, the best team because they won four seven-game series. There's no randomness to winning a seven-game series. But I'll agree with you that there's randomness in winning a game. Um, the difference yeah. is, though, Lou, we'll get off, we'll get off this topic. The difference is Columbus played that style of hockey at the end just to get in the playoffs. So while other teams were coasting, they they put it, but they put it into that gear. And Tampa Bay was not ready to play at that gear because they won they won the President's Trophy, and then Columbus punched him in the face in the third period of game one, and they didn't know how to respond after that. That was the problem. Cam, everyone in America knows that today. Did How many how many predicted that beforehand? I'll, I'll raise my hand. I missed, okay? I missed that one. But let's see everybody else's bracket, okay? They, yeah. they Everybody else had Columbus. Hang in here, Lou. Yeah. Hang it, hang it here. We'll be right back, right back. We'll hit the other games. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Thank you, Yang. 
All right, I just tweeted out, she's getting hostile in the cage here. We're going to talk UFC. Yeah. It's funny, too. We told Lou earlier, um, I, I said, I don't know what it is about hockey. Our chat has been off the hook for the last couple of days. Even, like, on, on our private shows, Lou, people are getting into fights, blocking each other, telling each other to F off. It's all because of the hockey playoffs. <laughs> well, hockey is an extremely so, passionate just for sport. The record, yeah, like, uh, you know, me and Lou love each other. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. It is Once good. in a while, we'll get spirited. And that's, you know, it's, that, that's it's just like a life, family. It, it's like a family good. at dinner, you know, that drunk uncle yeah. and he calls you fat. And then you call him, a, you know, you're a loser or something like had a couple too many glasses of wine. And then you hug it out at the end of the night. That's what happens. Sometimes but, families no, and, fight. Hey, guys. Hey guys, it, you never get it. Never gets to it, it, you're a bald, personal. you know, cross-eyed fool. It, it doesn't get to <laughs> names. It never does. It's mm. never personal. It's yep. actually good radio. And to be quite honest, here's a quote from Aristotle: "It's the mark of an intelligent mind to be able." It, excuse me. It's the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. So. Uh, we're we're perfectly like liable yeah. to be. Yeah. We're, we're we're able to disagree with one another and not lose respect, or uh, lose or gain temper. I'm not mad. I understand Gabriel's point. We may disagree and we move forward. Uh, that's what makes life worth living. Difference of I opinion. Appreciate, I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, I owe you a drink though, Lou. Uh, but I appreciate you not quoting Mark Twain. Uh, instead, in saying uh, never argue with a fool in public, uh, they won't be able to tell the difference. But who's who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so don't, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aristotle, I like that. I, I appreciate that, Lou. Yeah. Um, That's okay. So yeah. Stuff. Well, me and Lou, last time we had an argument, and oh, it wasn't it was really about, an argument. There, it was about Le'Veon, uh, Bell. Le'Veon Bell. That was the last time. Yeah, you guys had a difference of opinion, right? It's it happens. <laughs> it's good, you know. Yes, but both both of these are passionate then, yeah, subjects. And, you got hit with a stick hot. on the way off the ice, there, buddy, too. I know I did. I, I know. No, it's just hey, it, 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 Lou it's started hockey. slashing everyone on it's the way It's hockey out. week. It's hockey week, but I got to give Lou a lot of credit. Lou's smart enough to at least understand when you watch something. As a gambler, Gabe, I'm going to give stuff, and you know this too. You have to adjust. You can't be bullheaded. Like sometimes you're on the wrong no, no, you're side. Right, you're right. The you're key right. is coming back when you go. I'm on the wrong side. Oh, and I saw Lou. And how am I going to correct this error? And I got to give I Lou. I saw Lou on Twitter too. I props. saw Lou on Twitter talking about how the jackets are on a roll right now too. So no, exactly. no, I know. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. Um, all right. So, so tonight's game, guys. Uh, we can't yep. get into a fight about this. At nope. least I don't think. I'm on the Leafs and the under. <laughs> Lou, uh, opinion tonight? You think the Leafs get it done on home ice? I lean to the Leafs. My, I, I, if I bet, I think I, I'm going to look to the other two games. But if there was a gun to my head, it, it, I would take the Leafs at a, you know, just a short favorite price at home. All right. So the next game. So this this next one's really tough. And the other night I took uh, Nashville and uh, the under. And uh, and we caught we caught Nashville at three two, but we got a push with the five. I don't like betting under fives, Lou, because you're kind of playing for a push. It's really hard for a game to stay under that. But with that being stated, I mean this series is pretty much like soccer. So goals are at a freaking premium. I didn't pick a team tonight. I sort of let lean with the Predators. I didn't pick a team tonight. 
I just went with the under five. Smaller play, but I went under five there in that game, guys. Uh, I actually like the under five. I like the under five position game, but what what I tend to do, and I do it as we probably, you know, I had the under six and a half last night with Vegas, but I, I usually play some unders. And in a case like Nashville and Dallas, what I like to do uh, is to enhance your odds. You take the push out of it and bet the under four and a half, and you can usually get a really nice plus 140, 160. And, yeah, you lose on the 2-2 tie that goes to overtime. But, you know, these two teams, Nashville and Dallas, they're totally built from the goal out. Each goalie uh, is playing extremely respectable hockey. Predators, uh, 2.00 goals against. And uh, uh, Dallas is 2.33. So, I mean, together these teams are scoring 4.3 goals per game so i like your under five to be quite honest and i do again think that there's this perception of a must win or a more important game for dallas i believe that heaps pressure on the dallas stars that are the home team and i lean to nashville and uh and renee and net tonight and you'll get them at a little bit of a dog price i i think that's one a uh, game that I would commit to Nashville uh, as a dog. Cam, yeah, well, you're, you're I'm going right in the stars, I, right? You're on. I am. Dallas. I, I, I have a disagreements of opinion as a family. You know, we're not going to agree on everything. We'll keep the disagreement train rolling. I think Dallas Bishop uh, show up tonight. I'm not playing the total in this game. You guys make good points for the under. I think Dallas wins uh, a three to one, four to one type of game tonight. The respondent home ice with their stars showing up, aka Radulov, Ben. And say again, it's a huge game for the Stars. They got no chance if they uh, don't win tonight. And I think it's a, they'll find ways and their Stars will get it done. Give me the Dallas Stars at a short favorite favorite price game. All right. This next game, Calgary and right. Colorado. Calgary and Colorado. Uh, we just saw, uh, so we saw the one seed bite the bullet in the Eastern Conference. And, of course, Calgary were the one seed uh, in the West. They're now trailing two games to one. Colorado's won two games in a row. It was a real route, man, uh, the other night. They got it rolling, and I was on the abs. Uh, but with that being stated, listen, they, you know, Calgary are in a must-win situation uh, tonight. Do they feel the pressure? I think they can get through it. I don't see Colorado winning three games in a row. And it's amazing, man. Mike Smith looked like Patrick Waugh in game one, and then he looked like Patrick Waugh against the Detroit Red Wings in that game exactly. when he gave up nine goals, right, Cam? Great point, Gabe. That's what they he does, and I'll tell you. To that. That's the thing. Tell- Mike Smith is inconsistent, man. Speaking of random, Mike Smith is random. Oh, Mike Smith is very random. And another thing is I've watched every single minute, uh, every second of this game. My brother's from Calgary. He's a big Flames fan when we were in Vegas. Uh, we played close attention. I'm going to tell you something. Despite Calgary winning the first game, they were outplayed. Mike Smith stood on his head that game. Colorado has been the better team every single game, Gabe. I thought about Calgary today. Nate the McKinnon more I think about the best it, player on the ice camp, I'm, right? I'm but changing my mind. I'm changing my mind. I want Calgary to respond. I don't. Th- I think Colorado with Nathan McKinnon and Grubauer at home and the fans behind them will find a way to get it done. Calgary hasn't shown me anything. They've been outplayed every single game in this series, and McKinnon is the be- one of the best players in the league. Give me the Avalanche to win again. I know it's uh, a lot of people are going to bounce back with Calgary, but hey, Pittsburgh didn't bounce back yeah, I'm last surprised, night. Cam, because during the regular season, your Johnny bounced back. Whenever a team gets in hockey, whenever a team it's gets humiliated, now. 
It's different you now. Always, because it's the playoff. Different. Dude, they gave yeah. up 56 shots on goal, man. They're, 56 shots on goal. They have to be better Lou's, defensively and more responsible tonight. Lou, what do you, you say tonight? All season long, Calgary's been weak in net, and they don't really stop a lot of shots. And so far this playoff season, they are allowing a high 40 shots per game to get through to Mike Smith, who you guys have already mentioned has played extremely uneven. Uh, I think the other, the other goaltender uh, could see some action here soon if Colorado strikes hard. And really with Colorado, yes, it is McKinnon and Cam covered it well. To me, the biggest story with Colorado, and you guys get, again, it's from the goal out, is Grubauer and Nett playing with this huge mountain of a chip on his shoulder to make up for last year. I think single-handedly yep. he's going to carry this team. And uh, I'll probably pass on the game tonight only because my numbers say uh, Calgary. Uh, but I can't bet a team with shoddy defense and, and uh, an uneven goaltender. So uh, it, it would be Colorado or pass. I think tonight my only play will be the uh, Nashville Predators. Ugh, Gabe, a leap of faith, your earlier point, like... your earlier point, yeah. you bring up a great point. Calgary had two goaltenders all season long. And let's think about this, guys. Big, big save Dave Riddick was the guy who was hot, hot, hot early. And then he kind of fell off. And then Mike Smith came in, very inconsistent all year. You basically have a 1A and 1B. After that game, Riddick's got to come in. You said it, Renty. It's one of those things. This team needs a spark, too. Very unimpressed by the Calgary coaching staff. You either have to call a timeout. you got to write this ship. You're a 6-1 to damn favorite when I go to the Vegas Sportsbook to win the Stanley Cup. I almost laughed my way out of the casino. Are you kidding me? I'm telling you, man. they got to do something. Yeah, you're right. If Colorado scores first, you can't screw around with Smith. He's got to go because uh, if they get up two or three goals, Calgary's not coming back. The Raging Redhead Cab Stewart. Uh, that's the voice you heard there. We got Lou Gamblu. All right, Lou, very spirited, and we appreciate you taking the time. We've got a couple of minutes left, so uh, UFC, UFC goes to Russia, um, St. Petersburg, uh, Russia. Um, we only have a couple of minutes. I guess it's fading. I mean, with the hockey playoffs and everything going on, it's a very uh, a lot, a lot of Eastern Europeans, a lot of Russians on this card. Uh, Lou, tough names. I'm looking Tough here, names. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know who how, half the hell uh, these people are. Abadura Kimoff and Oleksii the Juice, like a Macarena. Yeah, do the Macarena. Yeah, it's and tough. Wanda, a lot of tough Shanko, things. Roxanne Mataferi. All right, like. So what? What about the main event uh, here, Lou? Uh, you know, you like to bet on the pony, uh, the dogs. Uh, when it when it comes to uh, when it comes to the fights. So, is there a live dog here in the main event? I just don't see how, even with the fact that he's a Russian fighting in Russia, and even with the, excuse me, with the fact that I'm really looking at a lot of Russians on this card in matchups, no. Overeem, the striker, is going to have uh, a height, a reach, and an age advantage of four years over Olenek. Olenek is a master of sambo grappler wrestler. He's got to get it to the ground. Overeem has to keep distance and strike. Because this is a five-round fight, Overeem, I do believe, uh, is the worthy favorite here. But because it's a five-round fight, I will go ahead and say Overeem inside the distance just to cut the odds from maybe Overeem minus 250 right now to maybe minus 170 or so. 
I, pr- I will not bet this fight. I'll watch the whole card, uh, but gun to my head over him inside the distance. Um, you know what, though, oh, the uh, Olympic guy, he does. He did beat Mark Hunt. did beat Travis Brown. Uh, he's got a couple of wins, as you stated. Overeem is a smarter fighter uh, with age, uh, but with that being stated, he's also, uh, you know, he's just one and two in his last three fights. He tends to have trouble when he gets popped in the face, and Olenek has almost no stand-up ability. I definitely yeah. thought of that. I just don't see that Olenek can uh, can in any way uh, affect Overeem at Overeem's weakness and uh, Overeem's going to touch this guy. Um, a lot of the other fights, Olenek, Lou, I'm looking. Go ahead, Lou. I'm sorry, Alenix averaged five times five minutes. So he goes in there to try and submit you while you're dry, and he has just a short window. After that, he gasses. And then you're right, go into the other fights on the card. I'll go all the way down to the bottom. You got a guy named Antigolov, a Russian. He's a grappler. Got to get it on the floor. Fighting this guy named Oleksiak, and and I, he's a Polish fighter. He just fought John Volante. He opens minus 175, and because he just fought Volante and people have him fresh in their mind, big, huge body shot, they're betting him up. This guy's purely a striker, has no ground game whatsoever and no takedown defense. If this Russian can take him down, he's going to win the fight. I think the Russian, Antigolov, is a decent look as an underdog. All right, hang in uh, here, Lou, and uh, we'll wrap things up, and we'll say goodbye to Lou Gamblue.com. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast, and remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Gang. Gang. Gang getting it done. All right. Uh, Lou always gets it done. You can follow Lou at Gamblu on Twitter. Check out his website at Gamblu.com. Uh, Lou, it's uh, it's been great uh, having you on the program here this evening. I didn't want to run you out, although I got to tell you, the one time you actually like ended perfectly on the music there that time, Lou. Excellent call. Like that nice. was yeah. That was Perfect. your best extra ever. Like we should have just let you go. Like you walked out on a high there, Lou. But yeah. you know, I want well, just wanted to bring you back and uh, and like and, and let people know where they can find you and, and all that type of stuff. Guys, I appreciate everything. Listen, this is East Coast freaking podcasting radio networking. And there's passion in hockey, and there's passion in the people on the East Coast, and I'm a passionate guy. Don't mistake anything that Cam and Gabe and I are having by way of intense conversation as anything other than friends conversing, and I wish everyone good luck. We appreciate the kind words, Lou. We know you love you. we got a ton of respect for you, and uh, we look forward to seeing you again, uh, hopefully, you know, before the football season. You don't come up to the East Coast uh, very often, but... You know, I'll go out to Vegas again at some point, probably before the NFL season starts next year. Might be time for me to come take a bite out of the apple. Yeah, yeah. Come, I like uh, that, come Lou. take some of this FanDuel uh, 
Come, come get some of this FanDuel money, Lou. Uh, we'll take you to the track. You, me, and Cam will go over to the Meadowlands uh, racetrack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and sportsbook. But that would, uh, Lou, that would be a highlight. Act. Yeah, I know. It'd be a good time. You, you, you do come to the East Coast once in a while, though, right? Like once a year or something like that. But it's usually with your family. I do. That's correct. All right, uh, Lou. So we appreciate you joining us tonight. We encourage people, uh, big people, big fans. Here's Lou. Thanks for the time, buddy. And uh, we'll speak to you. Uh, we'll see you online, and we'll speak to you next week. Sounds great, guys. Good luck, everyone. You too, Lou. Gamblue dot com. Hockey. Nice you said it, Morenci. Hockey. Yeah. That, this is the passion. They say uh, hockey on the network. I like it. Everyone's getting fired up, baby. It's that type of the year. I don't know what it is about hockey, though. It's just it's that people people never think that somebody else knows what they're talking about. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> Like football, people are never like, listen, you don't know football. Yeah. But everyone, you'll, you know what I mean? It's like, listen, you don't know what the hell you're talking about with Hawks. Like, it happens all the time. True. Right?